Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about The Bachelorette. Hello, everybody. We are back here for the grand finale. Uh, it, it feels like it took a long time to get here, Christy. Would you agree with that? Yeah, the season dragged a little bit in the middle, I would say, but... But also the end. I mean, it took us, it took us four episodes to get through the last two weeks of this show, uh, including the grand finale last night which was three hours long yeah they could have shortened that a little bit i feel like they could have chopped a solid hour and a half off of that (laughs) no then we would have had to shorten the breakup scene Uh, which i wanted more of uh see well we'll get into all of this and i will complain the whole time i was not particularly enjoying myself towards the end last night but well, we'll get there. Where, where, where are we gonna go here, Christy? Well, I mean, the first segment of the show was kind of a waste. This was a section they could have cut. We saw no actual footage. We saw a preview of what we we're going to see tonight, and mm. then they went to commercial break. Uh, I don't appreciate that. No, I didn't either. It was a waste of time. My time is valuable, ABC, and you've proven time and time again that you don't care about it. You don't care about my time. (laughs) Yeah, so finally we go back to Mexico with, I guess, the cliffhanger with Gabby and Eric. Yeah, I also just, eh, man, talk to me about this because I don't believe this has happened every time or every season, but I could be wrong. I like I don't remember Michelle. Uh, actually, I guess it wasn't Michelle. Maybe Katie. I don't remember Katie being in this way, but both Rachel and Gabby. Way more Rachel, I would say, than Gabby. But similarities between the two. Both were wearing what looked like wedding dresses to the proposal places. Like we just we keep get we like got little shots here and there of all of that stuff happening before it actually happened. And it just... Mm. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Rachel's especially looked like it was from a bridal catalog. Right. Gabby's was like... The bottom part looked... Gabby's was like all right. Like I wouldn't have chosen white dress to get proposed in. Like the top of it had like some flowers and like this like nude paneling sort of thing. Why why are you wearing a wedding dress to your proposal? It's weird. It's weird to me and it will never not be weird to me, but yeah, I not everybody's done that in the past, right? I feel yeah, like we've had different colors. It's not white. I feel like I don't remember all the past seasons. Hmm. Yeah. So So yeah, Gabby and Eric kind of they chat and I don't know, it seemed a little unresolved. It seems like they decided they want to be together, but Gabby doesn't know if Eric will actually propose. Yeah, which is really this just the conclusion we were left at last week. Yeah, last week. Nothing new there. 
No, not not particularly. So then we have Rachel going to Tino's room to tell him that he's the only one left. And I love how she was like kind of egging him on to like give her something. Well, because like, he yeah, he was he was showing some uncertainty about actually proposing himself so yeah she's like how are you feeling about <laughs> everything like <laughs> leading question leading question leading question <laughs> I don't even remember what he said but he must have said his normal spiel and then she tells him you truly are my perfect match the only one here and he just like barely reacted just kind of had this like smug look on his face sort of half cracked a smile i found that really odd yeah it it's a bit weird so can, can i i have another question for you I have so many questions for you this episode but how how do you feel how do you think that neil lane felt that he didn't get a cameo this season Mm, well, <laughs> he still got his ring boxes prominently displayed during yeah. both proposals. Yeah, but ba- like, it's like two seconds. I, I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to fly to Mexico. <laughs> well, isn't he like 400 now? Like, isn't he like super old? I think so. Yeah, that's a little, it's a little strange to me. Uh, I'm... Uh, hopefully, hopefully he's not upset. Hopefully, he won't sue them for breach of contract or something. <laughs> I I think he's all right as long as when the ring box is opened, you see his name. We should be good. Yeah, probably. I guess I just I still want to know. Let's just Google this. How old he is? How old is Neil Lane? Oh, okay. I guess I, I feel a little bit bad. <laughs> okay, how old is he? Um, so apparently he's like 62. He's, he's like the exact same age as my father. Uh, for some he reason, looks so much older. For some reason, I thought he was like at least 80. It must, I feel, be, all, it must be all the plastic surgery. I feel bad a little bit. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, Neil. I for sure I thought you were so old. Well, I don't know. I guess why did I even think that? I think it's the plastic surgery. Like his face has been pulled. Okay, I don't know. In unnatural ways. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's not derail too. We we have so <laughs> many hours to go through here. Yeah. So now Rachel and Gabby sit down to tell each other they each have one guy left, and how in love they are wow this is what gripping television i know our perfect guys rachel says mm-hmm. yeah little little did they know nope so we see rachel putting on her wedding dress and so tino shows which up which could have just been the same dress she wore to the proposal <laughs> yes it literally was um i mean, yeah short answer they get engaged yeah. but it was very ominous because you see rachel's stone face in the corner watching which by the way that is really cruel to make these two bachelorettes have their 
face in a box for the <laughs> audience to watch as we watch her getting engaged with this like ominous like presence over the whole thing. Yeah, but would you have it any other way? No, it's very entertaining to watch. Yeah, exactly. Sucks for her, though. <laughs> exactly. I'd like to bring up something here because what what the frick is my, is my assessment here? Do they really just... Eh, production seems to not give a crap when it comes to any sort of sound quality. Oh, my goodness. It's like all you have to do... <laughs> Was have somebody walk outside to, to where you were wanting to do the proposals, and you would have heard that it was peacock mating season. Like, there's no. It was so loud. I don't. I. I honest. <laughs> as somebody who. Who likes, audio. I just. I don't get that. I don't get that in the slightest. It was just constant. These things were screaming because they they wanted to make more babies, and. It was just ruining the whole vibe for me. Especially with Gabby's. Like, yeah, we'll Gabby's, see later Gabby's, on. It was especially bad. Gabby's was even worse. It was like, Eric's like, I really, like, I'm in love with you. Wah, wah. Like, <laughs> it was as loud as the voices. Right, because it's 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 a very focused shriek of, come mate with me. And I just... <laughs> Like, they could have... There was nothing particularly special about that place. They could have had that happen literally anywhere Yeah, it was on a the, courtyard. Anywhere on the resort, any other, like, some room that looked nice in the... Like, it could have been anything. Well, they could have even gone down to the beach. We've seen them do that before. Yeah, I mean, that too ends up being terrible because they <laughs> just... Again, they don't give a crap, and it makes me very sad because... Uh, in my opinion, audio is more important than video because there's a there's a lot more there's a lot more grace that can be had from people if you have good audio and bad video because you can still comprehend what's going on. But if it's bad audio and okay or good video, that direction is a lot harder. I don't even think the video was that great. Well, no, it wasn't it was, even the best location. No, I'm I'm just saying in terms of being able to see what's happening, because yeah. it's like with Michelle's. I mean, we'll always go back to Michelle's thing there because they mic'd them up terribly for the ocean. I guess um, I don't know if there's really a way to do that well. So why did you have them basically stand in the water? That's I don't another. Know. That's another. Thing. I think I remember seeing somebody from ABC saying. Yeah, we tried our best to, like, fix that in post, but, like, there wasn't anything we could do. Yeah, no crap, because it's, it's called signal to noise. If you have barely any signal and a buttload of noise, if you make the the voices bigger, you make the noise bigger. Mm -hmm. Oh, it frustrates me so much. I don't know, the, the birds, like, yelling just took me out of the proposal itself. I was just laughing the whole time because it was so, like... Right. Oh, oh, this is so romantic. <laughs> oh, never mind. It's not romantic. I never mind. I don't know how they weren't laughing in the moment. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, that was that was funny. What so, did you think of their exit? Yeah, they rode off on a horse. It's, mm -hmm. it's just cheesy. Rachel looked said, like she was about to fall off. Yeah, what a stupid way to exit. <laughs> 
and and I'm I'm always I'm always biased. I really am. I'm always always biased here. I always complain about something, but I really I don't think that that's the proper way to ride off on the like into the sunset as a couple. Like I think the person who's in the back is supposed to sit in the saddle <laughs> versus she was sitting on the saddle and he was like sitting on the horse's butt. <laughs> I mean I guess you can't put two saddles. No, no, you can't. But I'm just saying there is a certain, like, procedure for riding a horse with two people. Oh, <laughs> well. But, again, Am I surprised they got that wrong do, now? Does ABC care? No. They do not care at all. Also, that poor horse. Having to. <laughs> Having to schlep the both of them. Uh, anyways, let's let's continue here because... We go back to the studio where Rachel tells us that things were great for a while, but then we had some growing pains. Long distance is difficult. Before we really get into that, I also wanted to ask you, and I'm just peppering you with questions here, but what what do you think about Jesse's style? Because it cracks me up how, and maybe it's just the reality of this season in particular, how much everything has been derailed but it just cracks me up to see him he'll be like so yeah this terrible thing happened and it just it is what it is and like because we keep seeing that like he with the uh with him in the unfinished studio he's like man this is there's just too much happening we couldn't we couldn't even have them do it now it's very like this dry like yeah guys Sorry. It's all gone to crap. <laughs> I mean, I think he's just reacting to what we're seeing on the screen. I I know. It's just it's funny how he he like reacts to that personally. I don't know. I just he's uh, trying to he's trying to set the mood. Uh, well, did you think that the mood was set? Um, yeah. I mean, everything seemed very somber. Yeah, yeah, because I th- I think basically his his spiel there was yeah some stuff went down after the proposal. Well, yeah, it even started at the beginning of the show. Like he foreshadowed everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sorry, Tara. Sorry to interrupt, but please continue. Yeah. So Rachel tells us that Tino like brought concerns about relationships from the past. Um. Also, we learned that. Tino cheated on her uh, and has broken her trust. So at this point, we don't know exactly what cheated means. No. And so then, do you have anything else before we go back to the safe, safe house stuff? Uh, yes, I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> Are you surprised that Tino cheated on Rachel? Um, Actually, yes. Oh, really? I mean, he seemed all in the whole season. So to go from what we saw in Mexico to all of a sudden he has cheated. I was like, okay, what happened? Hmm. However, once I learned more details, <laughs> I think it was a little more understandable. But Yeah, I guess I am not super surprised. I just, from 
the the thread that we've gotten for a lot of this season of just him uh, like how he's reacted to things I guess it doesn't surprise me a whole lot that he'd have enough of an ego or whatever to like feel slighted enough to be like oh yeah honest crap is going down Ugh, I don't I don't need that and kind of seek seek uh, an additional sort of connection there I don't know I guess I guess I'm not super super surprised Uh, but so we jump to footage from a safe house visit or happy couple weekend whatever you want to call it we don't we are not told when exactly this happened. People on Reddit are speculating it was around the middle of August. Hmm. So pretty recent because they did mention that things started getting bad once the show started airing. Mm-hmm. And it started in July, I think. Okay. So, yeah, it seemed like there was a little bit of fluctuation there where like things started getting bad and then they kind of improved a bit. And then... Then he dropped the bomb on her. Then all this stuff happened. So I w- actually, I was not aware of this whole safe house thing you keep talking about. Yeah, every season, like, once you finish filming, there's, like, every couple of weeks, the final couple will get taken to an Airbnb or some house to, like, just hang out for the weekend and then... Because they're supposed to live where they previously lived, and yeah, all I mean, you can't have them showing up to each other's houses because people would see that, and then it would spoil the season. I guess I just don't care enough to like. It just seems like there's some stalker level people here. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's people. If you, if there are people who, if they see a bachelor person in real life, they will take a photo and post it on Reddit immediately. Lord have mercy. It also seems like there's probably, I don't know, it wouldn't, I guess it wouldn't surprise me if there's like some person with a telephoto lens outside Rachel's house as the season starts airing yeah, or something. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's honestly really creepy and invasive. I've seen people take videos of them walking through the airport at dinner at a restaurant. There's just zero privacy. Yeah, that's a whole. So thus the secrecy of these happy couple weekends. Yeah, that's just a whole a whole thing. I don't know if if this in particular would fall into that like parasocial relationship where yeah. you know, like, there's so much there's so much information out there now, and especially in a process like The Bachelor, where like we're seeing such a close view of these people and what they're going through, it can. It, it can sort of stimulate this oh like i actually have this connection to these people that i don't have and it gets a little a little scary i personally would advise against parasocial relationships Hmm. yeah so at the house i guess gabby arrives and just just kind of there to like support rachel and then i guess she disappears but not before i spotted a ring on her finger (gasps) Spoiler alert. I'm not... It's just strange. Strange order there. Yeah, well, I guess... Uh, uh, what? First of all, 
what a what a sharp eye so great work this is the this is the, the reason i pay you so much to co-host is because you notice everything and yeah i mean i guess they just had to uh they had to uh, had to have a little bit of a like girl power oh my goodness i cannot believe he would do this to you and and all of this um i i did want to note that well we we didn't really see all of all this stuff coming we were very right last week when we were watching rachel the entire episode just like that woman that woman is not happy nope (laughs) so we uh yeah we did kind of call that uh i think there at the end gabby told rachel to kick dino in the balls (laughs) yep (laughs) uh yeah so Tino yeah, arrives. Yeah. A very cold reception. <laughs> Icy cold. <sighs> and then like he's yeah. such a bizarre. He like then he's like, Do you want to go first? And she's like, No, I want you to go first. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what the whole etiquette is in a situation like this, but it does make sense to me that the cheat her yes. would go first. <laughs> like you're the one who, who messed this up. Uh yeah. So then launches into like one of the worst arguments we've seen on this show. I mean, it was just it was there was a lot going on, but basically he said he knew the second he messed up, he knew he wanted to be with her. That's like I think one of his first mistakes. That's not the right thing to say. Also called it the tiniest thing ever. <laughs> Second mistake. Well, well, let's let's talk about what what he did, or at least what he what he admits to. Yes, he he he, yeah he admits to it later. Like he doesn't even say it up front here. But yes, he said there was a girl before the show show that he knew. He ended up running into her at a bar after they finished filming, and just they just needed to catch up. And then I guess at some point there was a kiss. Which, and again, I I never know, like, I don't know how much to believe Tino. I don't know how much to believe Rachel. Like, who who knows? Um, like, was it really just a kiss? <laughs> I We will never know. We will never know. I'm a little skeptical. I also... I mean, I definitely want your per- perception here as well, but like that is bizarre to me. The the sequence of events he describes to me is just bizarre. I would never in a million years think that as a person anyone should operate like this. So how he describes it, right? And and, and you said this, but like they had like this brief thing before the show like his, he made it sound like they like matched on a dating app or something had a little bit of a thing and he was on the show and after the show stops filming and finishes up they run into each other at a bar 
and are like, oh, we really need to catch up. What? Well, I guess it had been a few months probably. you don't, like, you need to catch up and retell your life story to this person that you, like, went on one date from Tinder on? Like, what? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I couldn't tell how involved they were before. He didn't make Before it sound filming. like they were very involved. And maybe he was just trying to minimize things. But maybe. Uh, that's so weird. Yeah, I don't know who, why. Who operates like that? To me, that shouldn't have been any more than a quick hi, hello, and then you move on. I wouldn't have even spoken to her. <laughs> no, that you could argue that too. I mean, if I don't, not, not even, I mean, if you just happen to see her at a bar, I don't think you have to like ignore her. But oh, like, I would have. Like, I don't like talking to people in public. Okay, but <laughs> Tino's not you. <laughs> but um, no, it should, obviously shouldn't have gone as far as it did, and so. Ah, oh, bizarre. There was also like he brought his journal with him which i found just so funny i don't know why but that just cracked me up he kept referring to it he had like taken notes about stuff she had said in previous conversations do you do you even believe that this man regularly keeps a journal no not regularly he pulled that out just for this i think no no but yeah what i'm saying is like does every does Tino every night before he goes to sleep pull out his trusty journal and write down his thoughts for the day? No, no, no. I think he wrote down. He only he used that journal just to keep track of stuff she had said. I don't think this is his daily journal. It looked like it was the pages he were he was referencing were at the very beginning of the journal. <laughs> so I don't think this is like a every night thing. Right. Well, that's kind of what I thought because it looked like my journals, which is it's basic. It's a brand spanking new notebook. And I get two pages into it, yep. and I'm like, uh, journaling isn't for me. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it was just at the very beginning. Can you say that again? It looked like it was at the very beginning. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that he is a regular journaler. I think this was a Rachel's record of wrongs <laughs> yes and so he tries to give some context as to why he cheated saying that i guess rachel had told him they had gone through a rough patch she was wasn't sure how this is going to work she didn't want to do a happy couple weekend there was oh, some, how dare there, she there was something about her wanting to give back the ring and her not wanting to go to therapy and his, she gets real mad here because she's like, well, you're not giving me, you're not giving context for those statements. And she's like, yeah, I was doing press and so I couldn't do therapy at that exact moment. Yeah, so I guess they had had some sort of condition where because of all the rough stuff, she was going to go to therapy. But then she was traveling all over the place doing press and so she well, didn't have the she energy. I thought she was already in therapy though. Like we've discussed she mentioned that on the show, so I'm not... That was a weird thing where Tina was like, where you didn't want to go. But it's like, she's already talked about loving therapy, so... All right, and it may have just been she didn't want to schedule anything for that... Exact... Couple, couple weeks or week or two days or whatever or something like that. 
I I don't know. She also said something like, if we were going to go back to just dating, I can't wear the ring. And so I think that's where he was like, well, this might be over. He says it was a one-time kiss. But he still thinks he deserves to be with Rachel. That was the third thing wrong that he said. I just... Uh, he's a little entitled there. Well, and like I said, he's we've seen this from him this entire season. I mean, just think yeah. back to his his meltdown on the episodes where Ethan had to calm him, him down before Ethan got sent home, which he... he yeah. I really... I Man... Here's a hot take that's unnecessarily mean and awful, but like, in my opinion, <laughs> I'm glad that certain men did not make it to the end for their sake. <laughs> like, I think Ethan could do way better. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ethan. I think I think he should go find true love yeah. with a normal person. <laughs> so also Tino just keeps like going outside. He right, like that's... He, he tried to he was talking with a producer and he like took his hand and covered up his mic to try and like but it didn't work. No, we still heard what he was it, saying. Of course it doesn't. People don't understand how microphones no, work. No, he's like she's trying to make me look bad, trying to crucify me. And then he tells the producer, tell her to break up with me. Let me out. Let me out. Like, what's wrong with you? Uh, I guess, and I I feel like it kind of goes back to his entitledness, but I really don't get that, uh, that mindset of, like, any any sort of any little thing that goes wrong or i mean it doesn't even have to be a little thing but like you have this rough patch and it's like oh i just thought it was all over it's like what, what yeah is, that's that's really what is, dumb what's wrong with you that means your relationship <laughs> was really fragile to start with if a rough patch is enough for you to go kiss somebody else right and even just from the perspective that like that that is like you you feel so little like commitment to to it that like any little thing like flips the switch in your mind where you're just like oh like i think like i thought we were going to be over anyways it's like but that's not how like that's not how this works like i mean i guess it does for a lot of people but like if you're in a relationship and you think it's over like maybe end that relationship i think the sticking point for him was her comment about giving the ring back i think once he heard that in his mind he was like well either we're basically done or no longer engaged which you've got to actually have a conversation about you can't just assume well, and, and she and she claims that that's, you know, out of context. And I really don't, like, I don't, uh, honestly, I don't like Tino. I haven't particularly liked him for a while, but, like, I really don't like him after this episode because, especially if what we think is correct, that, like, this notebook is just 
expressly for the purpose of writing down things that can be used against Rachel later. Like, that's just so, so toxic. Like, things happen in the heat of the moment, right? And and a lot of times that stuff isn't meant, but a lot of times, like, you know, there's the context of the fight or just, like, there's a lot of stuff with words, right? And so to just be, like, writing down these random things that could be cherry-picked later to be like well (laughs) you said you said that you were going to take the ring back when it's like well maybe the context of that was where they were in an argument and and tino was like being an idiot or whatever and she's like well if you don't like if you don't want to be part of this then i'll I'll just give the ring back like of course we don't know for sure but to just then take those oh well you said these five words that makes you look pretty bad. It's just yeah, I mean, stupid relationship stuff. So I think at this point they go back inside and <laughs> for a moment he wants to know what did she want out of this because he's getting frustrated. She wants answers, so he tries to give answers. He doesn't want to excuse his actions. He was under the impression that they were done, and then. I guess at that point is when the kiss happened. And then, like, they had, like, a good patch. And he tried to, like, forgive himself and bury it. Because it was something so tiny. He's repeating that again. Right. If it was... But if it was something so tiny, why didn't you just tell her? I know. Like, this happened. I'm glad we're in a better place. Like, I'm sorry. Whatever. But no. Because, come on. You re- you really think in his heart of hearts that he thinks that's the t- the tiniest little thing? It really that's kind of a big betrayal in my opinion. Like what? What you, so- you think you th- you think that if someone is in a committed relationship, if they were to go and kiss some other random person that like in a romantic way, that that would be a betrayal? What? According to Tino, it's so tiny. No, it's the tiniest little thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, bar- it barely registers. And so he steps out again uh. at this point, takes a phone call. What was this? <laughs> I don't know. That was so weird. Who was he talking to? Pro- probably that girl. But like, yeah, things aren't looking too, too good over here. I think, uh, I, I, I think we're back on. You want to make out oh my again? my gosh. And so Rachel comes outside and then. Well, I just wanted to mention this because when she comes out, he's like on the phone and he, she like comes out and he like hangs up and like puts the phone away. And she's like, what are you doing? (laughs) I don't know if he was like trying, maybe this is maybe a more charitable thing. Maybe he was like trying to call an Uber or something, but like he should have been able to. No, producers, producer drove him away. That, that, that's a question I wish Jesse had asked. Who are you talking to? <laughs> like, Mom, I'm scared. <laughs> Rachel thinks me kissing a random woman was a big deal. And she's mad at me. I'm afraid. I think she's going to break up with me. Oh, goodness. Oh, man. So they go back inside. <laughs> That's such a weird. They kept going in and out, in and out. That, that, that's probably the funniest thing to me is he was outside freaking out the first time and he was like really freaking out 
like that whole because you could hear him and hear him and see him from inside me like oh, just tell her to let me go like all this stuff and then he comes inside and she she's just like uh, like you're not you're not taking like accountability for this stuff and then starts to talk again he's like i can't handle this and like runs outside again <laughs> like almost immediately yeah it was like a minute between uh so then he's like rachel i love you that's why i had to tell you we can make it through this. I'll spend the rest of my life making it up to you. I'll take us at our lowest <sighs> over anyone else at their highest. If that's actually true, then why did you go kiss another woman? <sighs> I don't know. At this point, Rachel says she's done, takes the ring off. <sighs> says, sorry he let her down, and he walks out. <laughs> oh, I was laughing so hard because we cut back to the studio and again, it goes back to do- talking about how Jesse responds to things, but it like cuts back to Jesse and she's like, I gotta be honest, that was really difficult for me to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like has to like goad the audience into clapping for her. He's like, Yeah, everyone here supports you, right, Rachel? <laughs> uh Ah, uh, so. I mean, kind of, but also I feel like Rachel hasn't come off the best during this season. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Gabby's Gabby's clearly the the favorite for sure. Yeah. So Tino, or I mean, Jesse throws it to Tony, Rachel's dad, at this point. He just says, "Very difficult." <laughs> yeah they just keep cutting to big tony he's just like shaking his head like oh, i should have killed that dad guy <laughs> uh. then he talks to caitlin bristow Ugh. who says she saw eight different sides of tino which i actually <laughs> liked that comment i feel like that's really true we saw like angry exasperated freaking out apologetic just all these different emotions coming through i was the the entitled yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i mean that was just it was really really hard to watch i know and it got even worse because then tino came out with like a few people clapping for him right well so first of all um Jesse did ask her like where they're where they're at right now, and so they are of course broken out. But I guess he sent her a letter, <laughs> trying oh. to take a little bit more responsibility. But it didn't seem like it really was anything much better than their conversation. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, yeah. There is Tino comes out and it's just like two claps. <laughs> I know, it's very, very cringy and awkward. <laughs> yeah, I also wanted to to mention as well, because I think it was, it, basically, Tino brought this up, was like, the whole idea of, like, the, the, essentially that in his mind, they were on some sort of relationship break, which I'm sure most, most people their mind automatically goes to the friends sitcom where like a very similar situation happened well except and well we don't know the truth about what tino really did but like 
oh, we were on a break. So it was totally fine that I went and slept with another person. It's like, no, that's not how relationships work. I was also cracking up here because um, there was like some heckling of Tino at some point here. Like, well, as he was trying to explain himself, I think. Right. <laughs> is, which is really, that's probably the, the most hilarious thing to me is just watching that and thinking about how bad things really have to be to have that audience actually want to heckle and boo you. Like, we see some really, like, not good people on this show and not good behavior highlighted in the hot seat whether that's you know in the this after the final rose segment or whether that's in like the men tell all and i don't think i've ever seen someone like heckled and booed before oh i have really yeah there was a situation where it was Anna brown season where jed the guy she picked had like a girlfriend before the show where he like you know, left letters. I'll meet you at the dock when I get back. Oh, oh no! And so she she didn't know about that during filming, but it came out after. And so I think when he came out, it was a very icy reception as well. So yeah, yeah. It, it just seems like it has to be real bad for yeah, it's for, usually to some get sort some of heckles. cheating involved. Yeah, one thing that I also wanted to highlight is, and I guess Rachel Rachel was talking about this because they were just going around in circles both obviously at the safe house but then in the conversation live here of like oh like i'm apologizing but i'm not really apologizing and i'm saying this stuff and blah blah, blah, going back and forth back and forth but apparently there is a section of their conversation like a pretty hefty section of their conversation that was like deleted from the safe house like a chunk of it that they were talking about and like not going into live on stage so my question for you is they cut that large segment out like do you think that was like possibly to protect rachel like did she come off worse there like uh i don't I don't think I would say that. Did she cheat too? No, I just, it almost seemed like it would have been worse for Tino maybe because she was like, do you really want to get into that when Tino brought up the um, the ring thing? So it seemed like she was almost threatening him. Like, do you really want to go there because there's stuff that would make you look bad? Mm-hmm. So it pro- it's possible it would have made them both look bad because I don't think either one of them came off well. Cause like he kept he keeps trying to like provide the context, but also like my actions are on me. This isn't your fault. But I feel like Rachel said she wanted clarity and answers as to why he did what he did. And when he tries to explain, she's like, "Well, you're putting that on me." So it's almost like she doesn't want to hear the context, even though she wanted context. Right. Except like at the end of the day, is there really any context? Like. No, he's explaining where his headspace was. He still shouldn't have done what he did. I don't know. Uh, It just feels like she was... I mean, it was a very, like, circular argument. 
Mm-hmm. They they weren't going anywhere. It's just repeating the same things over and over. Yeah, it, it was it was so fun. Yeah, it got a bit contentious there on the live show for a bit. I was like, oh, where are we going? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had a little bit of a twist here at the end of this. Oh, I did not like this. Because, like, you could see all of a sudden, like, Rachel kind of looking off to the side where she, like, realized something was going on. And then the camera pans and Jesse's like, well, there's somebody here. And Aiden comes out and, like, asks her, does she want to, like, go catch up or get a drink? I forget. Yeah, I think he was like, hey, you want to get out of here and go get a drink? When, But Tino's still sitting there on the couch. <laughs> Uh, it was so awkward. I've never seen anything more awkward. Where he's just looking around like, um, what do I do with myself? And so she like gladly gets up uh-huh. to walk out with Avon. And then Tino's still sitting there awkward. And now Jesse's like standing up, like throwing to commercial. And Tino's like s- sort of like, off well, to the I side. Okay, okay. I don't know what to do here. Um. Like, why didn't they like shuffle tino off then you have like a segment with rachel by herself and then you bring avon out like they did with hannah brown and tyler because i think in the end they wanted to give a big old f you to dino (laughs) i don't know that was kind of cruel to like have this competitor from your season slide in and take the girl while you're sitting there i i I didn't like this either, and the reason I didn't like it was because I don't think Rachel deserves Avon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this whole, it seemed very staged. Also, there's like some discourse as to whether they actually left together or not. That could have just all been a two second show and nothing else. Oh, oh, absolutely! Look, this is all smoke and mirrors. Okay, this is all this and is a, all an illusion. An attempt to get a happy ending for Rachel at the last second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because and he so here's the thing. Here is the thing. This this is what happens. All this Tino garbage is what happens when you use engagement as the metric that you insist upon using mm-hmm. versus just being in a solid relationship with a good person. Because we talked about this over the last week or two that like Rachel really seemed to like her number one priority was get that engagement and mm-hmm. the all the stuff and the boost and everything that came from having the engagement whether it was sort of the external factors or just from her own ego perspective like I, I, I don't know but yeah that did not end up serving her well in the long run because like if she had not eliminated Avon, I, I mean we never know. Like these people tend to be pretty terrible. <laughs> but it seems way more likely to me, like I guess what I'm trying to say is if you had asked me, like without me knowing what happened this week, if I had to choose Avon or Tino and like select who I thought of the two of them would be more likely to cheat I would have said Tino 
I think even if the engagement wasn't a requirement, I still think she would have picked, you know. She was like gung ho about him from she I mean he got the first impression rose. Mm-hmm. I yep. still think she liked Tino more than even. I but. look, I'm not I'm not mm. gonna sit here and disagree with your incredibly accurate assessment. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying I feel like she could have actually been happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she made. I mean, I feel like it's probably too late with Avon at this point. But I mean I I would agree. I don't think that we're going to see a bunch of social media happy ever afters i mean we just saw them sitting on the couch last week i didn't see any yeah like oh we might be getting back together type of energy so i mean that was that was still live though right or it was live yeah yeah i mean that was current but so this hadn't happened yet though is what the breakup with tino yes it no no the breakup had happened i'm saying the couch thing hadn't happened from tonight where they left together no, because that was live too. Right. So, I don't know. It just seemed like the way they left it last week was like, yeah, this just didn't work out between us. So to have him come out now and be like, let's see where things go. Chrissy, like, don't don't try don't don't try to to shatter my happy my happiness. No, okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I look. It's very much possible that they have no chance and no remaining chemistry or anything but i do also think that it's it's a possibility that they weren't allowed anything like because last week would even have known that the two of them broke up i mean maybe behind the scenes but not publicly so okay yeah so i just uh, uh, just think that they 100% wouldn't have been like allowed to have that chemistry but yeah uh, well we've basically talked about Rachel for 150 yeah. years that was the end of her oh thank the lord so on to Gabby okay. oh it's time for Gabby and more mating peacocks yeah, we see Eric arriving at the Maybe the same proposal site? Yeah, I think it, it literally was the same Reused. courtyard <laughs> because the same freaking peacocks were there. And if anything... Even louder. If anything, they were they were more desperate for love during her proposal. It was like in every other word seemed like... <laughs> so uh, they, get in, they get engaged as well. Mm-hmm. A bit of a cooler exit riding off on a, a motorcycle oh. instead of the horse i guess Mm-hmm. so we then jump to the live portion again mm-hmm. eric comes out they make out immediately uh it makes me uncomfortable it was like a little too long that's that's <laughs> always been their thing it's like they can't <laughs> they can't even have a full conversation without sucking on each other's faces it's like it's like one of them says three words and then they make out and then another three words and make out again and then uh, uh, four words and then they make out. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> so at this point, Jesse has to bring up, you know, all, all only half of his baggage. <laughs> so 
Gabby's like, yeah, we had a lot to learn after getting, I guess, filming. So Jesse brings up his ex. Yes. Who released, I don't know that we ever talked about on here, the text that... um, I believe that was between these two episodes. Yeah, let me pull up. Yeah, we we're 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 gonna from... look. We're gonna get into this. We talked about the blackface incident. We didn't talk about the text messages. Yeah, so this was in March. So like, Bachelorette started filming towards the end of March, and so we have texts from. Let's see, March twenty second. So maybe like a week before filming. From Eric saying, I am the saddest. I hate to play with your emotions. I just went home for a while and I couldn't stop thinking about you and I wanted to send you flowers to maybe make you smile. So this is a week before filming. He's still trying to like do stuff with this girl. Yes, basically uh, the, the allegations specifically are that he was dating a woman before filming and he broke up with her to go on the show but he specifically told her that he was just going on the show because he wanted to like get acting experience essentially yeah he said i hope you can forgive me someday i made a selfish decision that ended something really special you are a really amazing person i love everything about you you deserve the best so so um, not that this is the answer, but I needed a change. I'm stuck in my career path and I'm miserable with it. I don't want this to be the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So what better than an opportunity to get some acting experience on, on The Bachelorette? So there was also, sorry, one more text. Okay. After, this is now while the show is airing. Okay, July, see, that's what I wanted to ask you July about. July 10th. I am so sorry, Amanda. What I did was terrible. I don't expect you to ever forgive me. I just want you to know I think about you all the time. You really deserve the best. I won't ever forgive myself. I hope find happiness in everything you deserve. So that that is more concerning to me than the before. I mean, the before is weird and concerning to be like, oh, I, get, I have the opportunity to go on this TV show. Uh, we're cutting ties. Goodbye. Yeah. I mean, right before he left for filming, he sent this, when I made a rash decision that was beyond selfish, can we talk when I am back in L.A.? I needed to go home for a little to be with my parents. Yes, because as as we've established, his, his father was actively dying. Yes. This is This is weird. This is weird to me, and that that the the text from after filming is probably the most concerning to me because that makes it seem like it was continuing. Yeah, the I think about you all the time line. It's like you're engaged right now to somebody else. Mm. So, <laughs> what do you make of that whole situation? I think he's an idiot for having that sort of situation and then going on the show and also having a digital trail of his intentions. 
we were we were uh, just talking about this, not even in the context of Eric, but uh, with the whole Adam Levine nonsense, oh, which I'm not going to even get into. But <laughs> but uh, long story short, why why is somebody and may, maybe in Eric's case, he never thought anything would come of it, and and so like it doesn't matter or whatever. He but sh- like, if you're and this is free advice and my first advice is just be a decent person for goodness sake like come on how hard is it but if you can't be a decent person and you are someone with some fame or notoriety for the love of everything if you're gonna be a garbage person why why are you using your verified instagram account (laughs) or you're like your messaging app that's tied to your identity like what are you doing (laughs) do you think that nobody's ever gonna find out about this he did mention that he had only seen one episode of the show so somebody like that is very unaware of like probably the magnitude of the show and how people come forward from years past people will come forward with your dirty laundry and they will get it to reality steve by all like any means necessary they will get those screenshots to him yeah I... they will get the picture of your yearbook <laughs> out there <laughs> it will be on reddit there's yeah, there's no just... avoiding that uh but yeah so, obviously better path is to just be a decent person so when jesse brings this up because he like put his text on the screen in the audience <laughs> Oh, he says they met a month before filming, which I don't, I don't thought it was a little before that. But anyway, he said it wasn't a long-term connection, even though he spent a bunch of time with this lady's son. They failed to mention that. He said he let her on, didn't handle it well, which is an understatement, took the easy way out, didn't want to have a hard conversation. He has no hard feelings towards her. <laughs> I, have, I have no hard feelings to you uh bringing my my bad actions to light (laughs) i forgive you for letting the world know that i may be a terrible person (laughs) so gabby says eric had already told her about these text messages before they were released so at least he did that Mm -hmm. yeah i just (sighs) gabby does say that eric was an asshole to that woman right my when when they switched to the studio and Eric came in and they started making out, my reaction was, why is Gappy kissing this D-bag? <laughs> well, I guess she has forgiven him. So. Uh, apparently, though, I did... Uh, when Jesse brought up the text messages, Eric's first response was, yeah, I saw that. Well, how could you not <laughs> see that? It was everywhere. That's like such a muted, understated response. <laughs> like, like the, oh, unbelievable. Uh, so these two are still together. Yeah. So my question for you then is: Do you do you buy his explanation for all of this? Do you really think that he's being honest that it's all over and in the past? And well, it has to be. He's engaged to Gabby now. Like, well, well, we've established this episode already that it doesn't have to be. Well, <laughs> I mean, if he wants to be an idiot, I guess 
maybe not, but I don't think, I think he knows Gabby's not going to tolerate any nonsense on his part. No, that's, uh, that may be true. It's just, I also don't think he wants to get back with her either. Well, that he, he claims anyways. I don't know. I just, in my experience, people are stupid. Well, he's now in the public eye. And he's now gotten a rude awakening as to how everything is scrutinized. So. Oh, my word. And I just have to mention that they did not bring up blackface. <laughs> which, like, we kind of figured that when, like, at the beginning of the show, Jesse mentioned text but didn't mention that. That they weren't going to dip their toe into that. it was the tiniest little thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I guess ABC just didn't want a repeat of the Matt and Rachel debacle we had on that AFR. It's just like a whole level of heaviness. They they want their happy ending. Look, they don't want to brand their final one as a racist. Look, Jesse was not going to risk being Chris Harrisoned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't want to don't want to touch that one. I feel like, as much as I've dragged Jesse over the episodes as being, you know, just a, another old boring Chris Harrison clone and yada yada. I do, and this could be optimism, but I do get the impression that he's maybe a bit more self-aware than Chris Harrison. He just seems to have, like, a better sense of humor and some pieces and parts that I like I see him and I'm like they're they probably could have gotten somebody much better in here but like I do think and this is a hot take but I do think he's better than Chris Harrison I actually do think that I mean I like watching him better yeah I just think he's more interesting and he actually like has a personality Mm -hmm. so there you go Hopefully you don't get canceled for my Chris Harrison shade. I know there are a lot of supporters out there. A lot of uh, hashtag bring back Chris people. Uh, Anything else on Eric before we move on? Well, not on Eric, but I feel like you're doing a disservice to this podcast by not bringing up Grandpa John. Oh, yeah, they did talk. They did talk to him. He does not want to be the bachelor. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because jesse specifically asked him I, I i'm guessing and I, I i know it also wasn't particularly seriously but they're also they're still have you heard anything about the this that i mean they've they've it seemed like they've been trying to get the whole bachelor in nursing home thing going like the bachelor for seniors oh, i haven't heard anything about that in years seems like I mean, it hasn't been years. I don't but know if that's still happening. It's maybe now. been in a couple seasons. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they just uh, they're and this is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm going to say this anyways because I think it's hilarious. But I I wonder if they're just having difficulties because before they cast a whole season, uh, a bunch of their contestants die. Oh, I don't <laughs> think the age range was quite that high. <laughs> it's like, oh no. We've lost another twenty five percent of our. We gotta. We gotta start vetting people again. Uh, no, but yeah, he uh, Jesse asked. He's like, "Would you be the?" Because like 
Grandpa John is an internet sensation ever since he fell asleep during the <laughs> during the sound meditation. Uh, apparently, there are a lot of people who have the hots for Grandpa John. <laughs> so it's like, hey, would you would you be the bachelor? And he was like, no, <laughs> very emphatically, no. No, I I think he uh, didn't he say something about back back in the earlier episodes about because he's a widower um i thought he said something about how he didn't like he didn't want to find somebody else like he, he just yeah he was over that oh man well now we transition to a complete waste of time in my opinion the end of the show oh wait before that oh there was a, a little segment with them talking about Rach or Gabby on Dancing with the Stars. And then we threw to Becca, mm-hmm. who was a bachelorette previously. Her advice I thought was very interesting. She said, make sure you're having the right conversations. Make sure you have the same values and morals. Now, Becca <laughs> got engaged to this guy named Garrett on the show, who while the show was airing, his Instagram likes became a scandal. He was liking all sorts of like super far right wing, let's throw immigrant kids over the border type Instagram pictures. Mm-hmm. And so they eventually ended their engagement because of all that. So I just thought it was interesting she brought that up considering who Gabby is now engaged to with blackface and cheating. <laughs> er, well, not cheating, but maybe cheating. <laughs> possible possible <laughs> cheating perhaps cheating yeah i man it it never ceases to amaze me how people just completely do not understand how the internet works and how social media works and that like the fact that uh if something's on the internet it is on the internet and chances are that is going to be available for people to see and so in this case we're talking about becca's guy like it was a political thing but i've seen things about like fairly ho- high profile people like i don't know like liking pornographic tweets for example and they have no idea <laughs> that anybody that follows them can like see this whole list of like this this well-known person liked this naked photo of this person like what are you how how do people not know this by now i don't know that was also back when you could like instagram had that feed where you could see who was liking stuff Mm. but that's they don't have that anymore (laughs) probably for the best but still doesn't solve the problem like it's it's it got people don't do shady things on the internet okay come on but if you do don't be like liking thing like so much more is public than than you might think oh so weird. But yes, it's time to move on to our next Bachelor, uh, Zach, which I have to say is one of the more uninspiring choices they've they've ever had. I don't like his face. I don't have anything against his face. I have, He's a normal 
I have so much against cookie his, cutter, good looking guy. I have babe. so much against his face. I don't like how his smile moves his face. Okay, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Look, it's fine. You could disagree with me, but that's that's every time I see him, I'm like, mm, well, weird. <laughs> he can't help it. Whatever it is you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, so, so boring. Yeah, it's, it's boring. There's nothing exciting about him. I think the excitement will come from the women. Hmm. I'm not convinced because here's the thing. Okay. Jesse specifically said, we're flying some of the most beautiful and interesting women to meet you. I don't believe that for a second. No, it's your standard crop of Instagram people. So, right, because they always make it seem like these are the best of the best, but it's the same crop of people. And I was not happy that they decided to essentially do do promo for his season, which doesn't start till January. Well, I wouldn't call it promo. It's just like, let's start your season now. Why? <laughs> I was so angry for like the, like, the last like, I, 40 minutes. I like this segment. They used to do this with The Bachelorettes. I think it's funny because you see non-edited limo entrances Except- without, without music. <sighs> so it's just them. It's just the two people. So you bring out the backdrop of the mansion and some flowers or plants right and they sh- they sh- they show this footage of the limo pulling up it's like that's stock on. footage from come the previous on. season come on <laughs> seriously there's no way <laughs> these women are just standing behind the curtain five feet away well you have to like do the whole illusion mm-hmm. so basically and if i explain this poorly uh re-explain it in a better way but they they decided for the first time ever because they have to be revolutionary, and this is so interesting way to do it. But they decided to give out America's first impression rose, where they would have some women come out, and then people would vote on Twitter and decide who is safe for the first rose ceremony with America's first impression rose. And I just feel like they didn't bring their best. I mean, we start, you know, we start with like pumpkin spice latte brooklyn here <laughs> like the most like, basic the most basic uh just even the name yes brooklyn like the look the name you know you know she is so excited for fall <laughs> and and I, and I just don't see. This is I, I, kicks back to me. I just don't see <laughs> a person who has their their most interesting thing is they know the best place in downtown LA to get a PSL. I just don't think that that's particularly interesting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I didn't write anything down from her except that she is from Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next we had Brianna. 
mm-hmm. who took a selfie on a Polaroid camera. Mm-hmm. That was look that that was a that was a, a cute entrance. I thought. Yeah, it was decent. I mean, she's definitely too black to win, but that's it. <laughs> I noticed she had, I think, what were micro locks. That's what it looked like to me. So it took like 400 hours to yes. do. Yes. <laughs> there were so many on her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's lots of fun. Um, and we had Bailey. I didn't care about Bailey. She's from Nashville. She's a recruiter. On the daily, I'm going to be thinking of Bailey. Yeah, she's trying. Yeah, trying to uh, get him to to remember well, her. Well, it didn't work. <laughs> no, it really didn't. <laughs> it didn't work at all. But then we had Cat, a professional dancer. Mm-hmm. Again, bleh. And then Christina, yeah. another person from Nashville. Yeah, that's kind of kind of funny. She look. She, I will say. Christina very much looked like a musician from Nashville. Yep. <laughs> Didn't she even have like the little cowboy boots on kind of thing? I think so. And like the way her hair, the waviness of the hair and like, she kind of like, I don't know, looked like a, some sort of alternate version of Shania Twain or something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. She pulled out two alcohol and bottles like, from her shoe. I need... I need Tennessee whiskey to make me feel at home. And pulls out a couple airplane bottles. So then they both drank it. And I don't think Zach liked that. He made like a this is nasty face after he drank it. Well, most people don't actually like liquor by itself. Like most people who are drinking mini liquors are like alcoholics. <laughs> not Not necessarily, but like. Kind of. Either that or you're on an airplane. Well, why'd she pull out... Why'd she bring something that doesn't taste good then? Because that's not the point. <laughs> I know, but still. The like, point is to be memorable and get wasted. <laughs> so then, mm-hmm. like, Jesse starts filling time because they have too uh, much... They have, we have to go to 11 o'clock. But we don't have enough content. Uh, and so look. he keeps asking Jesse, what was it like? <laughs> like... Or sorry, keeps asking Zach what was yeah. it like, like three different ways. Yeah. Look, th- this this was driving me to drink. <laughs> and Zach just keeps repeating, yeah, it was nerve-wracking over and over again. <sighs> yeah. And then after they come back from commercial break and America has voted, Jesse decides to ask if Zach can remember all of their names. That, that did not go well. So cruel, but so funny. He did not. He says Balin instead of Bailey. Balin? Where did Balin come from? <laughs> if anything, if Bailey was trying to be remembered, she shouldn't have given him some stupid mantra. She I should know. Have, she should have brought the alcohol. She should have brought Bailey's. Yeah, I think he blanked on all of them, which, like, he's live on TV. I don't blame him. There's no way I would have remembered any of them. No, I've been, like, boring. I either. Boring. I, afterwards, I would have gone to Jesse and I would have been like, Hey, um, I mean, I guess Brianna is okay, but like, could you swap out the other four for some other people? <laughs> like, when I get to, to oh filming? no, just eliminate them now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I eliminate them? Like, wow. if you need to add some other women to like get the numbers back up where you want them, like that's fine. But can you can you like be like, yeah, sorry, but uh, he doesn't want you. You know, that really would have been a twist if he <laughs> had to if he had to eliminate somebody on the spot. Like, See, that's home. something I could have gone behind. Yeah. 
but no way to be way to be boring uh so big Polly brings out the results jesse wants him to guess who america picked he says no smartly mm-hmm. and brianna won uh-huh which i mean totally non-reflective of of the the franchise at a at a whole it's just uh you know i think you had twitter trying to send a message because everyone on i'm not gonna pretend everyone but like it seems like the majority of people on twitter are like why like why aren't there really black people on this show (laughs) (laughs) like wait another like tall cookie cutter like white dude that you you got off of clones r us is is the bachelor again huh what (laughs) i feel like she was also probably just one of the more interesting right she that's what i'm saying it's like she was actually semi-interesting yeah you know and and she i just felt like she had a decent amount of charisma as well because it wasn't just Mm -hmm. like oh take a picture but she was like oh and like that up and it's like because with polaroids you take it and you can't actually see it you have to shake it like shake the picture to make the chemical reaction happen mm-hmm. and so he's like oh let's like let's see it. and she's like oh i'm gonna put this in your pocket for later <laughs> like it just yeah it was it was actually semi-interesting so oh well that was the end that was the end i feel like it was a long traumatizing journey to get here (laughs) but but we made it in the in the end i still feel like they should have just given the season to gabby and been done with it i mean i don't even remember when this was uh in the episode but basically jesse was talking about how you know, this is such an, a, an historic thing, you know, with the two bachelorettes and all they wanted was to, like, essentially that having two bachelorettes, you know, was doubling the chances for for them to find love and all of this. And my reaction to that was just, like, having two bachelorettes just makes it way more likely that the entire season is going to be a train wreck and nobody's going to be happy at the end of it. But that's just my I also thought my view. I also thought it was interesting they flew Sean and Catherine all the way in from Texas to be like I guess to make the connection like oh Zach's going to be like Sean like the one who like actually gets married uh-huh. at the end of this. See, here's the thing. And I keep saying here's the thing this episode. But here's the thing. I think they chose him because he has a famous uncle. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know how many the, the uncle. The I only guess he could show up in L.A. The only reason that I'm going to watch next season, okay, I would shut this podcast down. The only reason I'm going to tune into The Bachelor next season is because I will spend the entire season hoping to get a Kronk cameo. <laughs> That's all I care about is Kronk. <laughs> well, Christy, do you have any last thoughts before we shove off? 
I I just think they will not repeat the two lead thing again, at least not in this format. I don't yeah. think it worked. They didn't get to spend enough time with their people. Yeah. During the season. Yeah. People weren't ready to get engaged because, like, why would you be after one date? Yep. Especially given how many dates Rachel canceled. Yep. <laughs> I think we were lucky to even get the one relationship out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which no, this is, might be rocky. This this but. this season did not work. No. Uh, at all. And I feel like it maybe even traumatized people more than average. I mean, the show is already feels like it's on a decline this didn't help no no it didn't so we'll i mean we look we're we'll we'll keep on keeping on here we're I mean, gonna paradise starts next week. yeah so. paradise starts next week so <laughs> that looks like a fun disaster no no break whatsoever here which i always grumble about i'm always like come on give me give me just one or two weeks surely you could give me that but no, 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 they won't. Well, because they started airing Bachelorette later than normal, so no, there was no break. Uh, it just seems like when you're not starting, what is it, mid-January? I think it's at January 23rd. So end of January. Normally you, it's like the first week in January they start Bachelor. You have so you have so much time, especially considering uh, Bachelor in Paradise is typically pretty abbreviated, only like eight episodes or something like that, right? So... It's it's a little strange to me that they don't let uh old Sampy have a little time to rest his bones, but nope. Here we are. Yeah, we'll be back for another season very shortly next week. And of course, another episode of Married at First Sight will be coming at y'all tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I can never keep track of these things. Yeah, we're chugging along and so excited to have you along for the ride. So did you want to give a kiss count for this episode? Oh, I legit almost just ended this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I almost hit the stop recording button despite having spent 400 years tallying all the kisses. Yeah, I will I will give a kiss count and the kiss count for this season according to my count which is d- definitely not right but 290 290 That's quite a bit. Yeah, they got real busy. Mhm. Yeah. It was so much effort to tally that up. Let me tell you. Well, Christy I almost just totally flubbed the ending of the episode. So now that we're back on track, how can people get in contact with us? You know I was going to ask. <laughs> you can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at groupdatespodcast. Excellent. And leave us amazing reviews on Apple Podcasts and ask us questions comment we crave the attention 